0: My name is Greg Yasuda and with me today is Alexander Wilk. Good to be here. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, I don't think you did. I think I mentioned that Kevin Chu was going to be part of this, but it looks like, due to various complications, that this week it's not going to happen. We will see about future weeks, and we'll keep you updated. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, for the uninitiated, and I think everyone should be at this point because I don't know who listens to this stupid show. Uh, the APOZO podcast is a conversational podcast where we will discuss recent chapter events and activities from the past week. Every week we will also try and feature an alumni from the chapter in the form of an interview or a guest appearance. This being the inaugural episode of the podcast, we are going to change things up. First of all, um, seeing as the 2014 and 2015 school year is over, uh, we're going to recap some of the events from the past year uh, over the next over the course of the next few weeks. During the summer. Here's mm-hmm. uh, a lot of
1: time to cover. It's just a lot of time.
0: Uh, initially, I wanted to cover it all in one episode, but then I realized that it would have been like a three-hour podcast where we argue about every single thing we've ever talked about since we were actives in AFIO. So, I think this week we're going to just cover the 2015 pledge class. Not only because it's fresh in everyone's mind, but it's the only responses I've gotten from those... People from that position, that position being the two pledge That's
1: right. We're pandering to the audience. We know who you are, and we care. We really do.
0: This isn't to say anything about exact port or anything. I just happen to know JP personally, and he was able to get back to me fast. And then Kevin, whose last name I'm not going to pronounce because I'm just going to ruin it, <laughs> was kind enough to get back to me um, just as fast as JP was. So um, moving on. Let's see, the 2014-2015 Spring pledge class. The funny thing about this, I think, is that me and Alex are both from respective like spring pledge classes. Yeah, right? we pledged in spring. Yeah. I'm gonna take a step back, actually. Alex, you want to explain your background in AFIO for those who don't know who you are?
1: Oh, sure. Uh, let's let's uh, back up a little bit. Um, I pledged in spring of 2010, uh, an excellent an excellent year, if I say so myself. Very fun in the Alpha New pledge class. Um, it was a very entertaining thing, I was a sophomore at the time, and uh, despite not actually being able to go to any of the pledging, the rush events, except for info Night, um, I decided to take the jump and, uh, pledge, and it was one of the best decisions I think I've ever made at Cal Poly. So yeah, but, uh, yeah, so that was me, I very, very much enjoyed it, it was a very hectic process, I was, uh, taking a lot of classes at the time. But very very worth it. I had some great pledge eds. Uh, Don and Tracy were my pledge moms, and they did a fantastic job, if I do say so myself. And uh, Alpha New was a really, really fun pledge class. So yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell.
0: That was spring two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's right. Okay. Uh, just some background on me. I pledged spring two thousand nine, the year before Alex did. Uh, I was part of the Alpha Lambda class. Kevin Chu was actually my Pledge parent along with Mai Chi. No one knows who that is. Uh, shout out to Mai Chi, who she ends up listening to this. Oh, yeah. But a um, lot of really, I think, important key members of the FIO in my pledge class. Uh, Alan Agatep, who was recently the, um, the namesake for this most recent pledge class. Um, Janet, who yeah. was part of my pledge class. Um, Jake. Uh, Fitzhugh and Christine oh, long those two great were men. both part of my pledge class so huge people who ended up doing big things in aFIO uh, I loved it I mean it's uh, I went to game night I went to bonfire and I got hooked on it I wasn't sure what I was doing in college at the point but I wanted to get involved in somehow and uh, I don't know I, I was actually really close to doing pledging like some other fraternity I was looking into like um, what? The, who the hell was it? Beside the point. <laughs> if yeah, I you, was, didn't, you didn't join him anyway. I didn't, and I don't know what it was. I think I gotta say it was the people. It was like going there and just intru- everyone introducing themselves and seeing who they were, what their interests are, and it just everything just kind of fell in line in those ways, and it was cool. Anyways, uh, the 2015 pro- pledge class. Uh, I got a quote from JP. He thinks overall it went well. Everyone that crossed is highly motivated and glad to be part of the chapter. With multiple individuals eventually gunning for uh, board positions within the chapter. Uh, excuse me. Uh, his personal core takeaways uh, was personally, I guess uh, he cherishes that the fact that he was a leader first and then a friend. A few of them have openly said that it made it more interesting to see him go to get-togethers, uh, and that he really had this work hard, play hard. Kind of ethic, that's positive. Uh, his recommendations for future pledge eds are uh, uh, let's see what he said to make rule enforcement easier. I personally did not run into any authoritative issues, but you never know what future pledge cost is, and you never know what you can expect. Fair enough. Any comments on his?
1: Well, it seems he's given them some very uh solid praise. We'll see. Um, there's always a slight concern with spring classes that uh, after summer maybe the uh, the the rise of pledging is not quite as strong yeah. Um, yeah. of being of becoming an active. But uh, hopefully these guys uh, follow through. It sounds like they've that's uh, been a very very good class, and uh, hopefully we'll see them all in the fall. I think for me personally,
0: going it's really going for you saying it. it's a good point. I think it's important. We both pledge spring mm-hmm. crossed in spring mm-hmm. then everyone finishes school you move out, you go back home you do whatever you mm-hmm. maybe you stay in town yeah. but yeah for me it was I went home I spent a whole summer didn't do anything yeah this is actually before I was thinking about our, my career and stuff so went home just hung out with people came back I'm back in school I'm back seeing the people I, I see in my classes I go. Day of file meetings, but I don't know what it means to be inactive.
1: Not at the moment, no. And
0: it's it's not like the actives are jumping up to
1: help you, kind of like it was sort of a, a flyer fly or die moment for yeah. some people, and um, th- that was a big thing. I mean, I don't want to say this is going to happen again or history happen again. I'm not exactly sure how it went with your spring class, mm-hmm. but a huge a, a lot of alpha new mm-hmm. Disappeared. Yeah, went off. Um, and I, I would I see that. them around and about, but they were gone. And I was a little bummed out because my brothers, I didn't see them. We had gone, we had hung out over the summer. We actually had this huge uh, Disneyland trip. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Have, it yeah. was so much fun. We had T-shirts made up. Alpha New What to Do T-shirts at Disneyland. I and, remember that. I do remember you guys being really, really, really close. And you we guys did all so, that stuff. We were so. We were having uh, such a blast. But then a lot of them didn't come back. And I was really bummed out about that. I'm going to say one thing about that, though, that I know you might not agree with. But
0: I remember when it was happening and I was going into... When you guys crossed, I was on exec board at the time and mm-hmm. I was IC chair. And I remember not being super happy about it. in the, Seeing it in the way that... You guys were so proud of your pledge class mm-hmm. that you
1: liked the pledge class more than being part of the chapter. That was that was a major concern that I I, I think that might have had something to do with it, yeah. but for me it was for me it was just a graduation. I thought it was better mm-hmm. to be part of the AFIo fraternity rather than just being oh look at our, how great our pledge class I, was.
0: I mean let me let me clarify that.
1: No no, no love no. your pledge class. It's, yeah it's, they were great. It's probably the best
0: part of doing AFIO is actually the pledge process overall, but I'm saying that you are part of this bigger thing, and mm-hmm. I mean, I love all the people from your pledge class, but I do kind of hate the fact that you guys were... We were a pledge class first. You were always, you guys always seen pledge class first, yeah. I and mean, I know a lot of you guys ended up doing
1: exec board and other stuff, so you guys did end up being Not part of the chapter, but... I, I, the ones that stuck around did, yeah, exactly. but the ones that didn't, they were a pledge class first, yeah. and that was... It's not. That's not what it is about. I, I agree with you. Be, pledging is one of the best experiences of the fraternity, mm. but it's not mm. the only. Mm. There are a lot other things that can go on go well. It doesn't have. And it's once you're an active. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, but I I don't know. It was a weird thing. Uh, I I always root for people to come back and experience. It's it's. I want to. I wouldn't say it's the better half. I don't mm. know because it's everyone's experience is a little bit different you got to try the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, where's the point?
0: I'm going to get back on topic a All little right. bit. Um, Let's so refocus. Going, so going from being a spring pledge, how would it be an active in fall? For us, I think it was really hard because APO Online didn't exist. Mm-mm.
1: It did not. We were cool. st-
0: That sounds really old. I um, know. We
1: sound like... Oh, so eh, we're a- a- APO
0: Online got introduced right after... Alex pledged, Mm -hmm. and the president at the time, Kevin Hsu, brought it up to the exec board that I was serving on, and it got slowly rolled in, I guess around winter or spring. It was a good thing. It it really helped because um, my story from going from spring to summer to fall being inactive, fall was really difficult because everything wasn't on AP Online. All the events were on paper. All the service hours were kept by the service
1: VP on paper. Uh, So you you had to sign up for some of them and like actually just f- physically fill out the forms exactly. to make sure everyone was going exactly. out exactly
0: and it's it took a long time to get people to sign up on APL online and get them to use it mm-hmm. but to my point was that i was probably the worst active you could have been in fall not because <laughs> i didn't i wanted to be bad but it's cuz like i didn't know what to do yeah and there was no accountability and if you're saying, if you're inactive now and you're saying accountability is bad, mm. you have no idea. Are, it
1: was so different. We had a, a binder yeah. that was being passed around in order to sign. That was... <laughs> I mean,
0: the fact that, I want to say Nelson was, when you guys were pledging, I, was Nelson service VP?
1: Uh, when, no, it was uh, Jake. Jake and Christine. No, when you pledged. Uh, oh, when I pledged. I don't even know.
0: I think it was Nelson. It Loud. probably
1: was. I think I'm pretty sure it was, though. Yeah. And, to,
0: and to his credit, for him to have any record of anyone's hours is, is kudos to him because I couldn't have done it. Yeah, um, he was
1: alone, right? He was solo. VP. He did it. He did it
0: by himself. Yeah. And that was the thing too. And this is a whole other topic, but yeah. Um, membership president always single positions. They should always be single positions. Always. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. If you guys end up doing. Co MVPs, then fine, but my position is always that the president and number two, which is MVP, and if you're saying that somebody else is number two, as far as hierarchy goes, you're wrong. Yeah, that's
1: not how it works. <laughs> not how it works. No matter what I claimed as VP of service, yeah it was always the membership. Yeah, was, yeah uh, membership, up there.
0: membership's always number two when number one isn't there. Um, yeah Fellowship was by himself, service was by themselves, mm-hmm. and even any of those other positions were by themselves. And if anything below service needs two people or you think it does it doesn't i don't think anything needs two people probably more than
1: service service needs two people uh to a certain degree fellowship does but fel- it helps it helps it, having two it, it helps yeah especially at certain times not all the time mm-hmm. you need two, but there are times when like formal definitely it's it helps to have two people yeah, yeah.
0: um i mean i did run for fellowship with Ivy as, as a two person. And I think that was the first two person fellowship ever
1: that. Yeah. That started it up. Yeah. yeah and
0: I, I I'll i take personal responsibility if I think it also started a bad trend for fellowship, but I don't think it needs to be done, but me and Ivy were both graduating that year mm-hmm. and we knew we probably didn't have the time to do it. If, if we you guys did, did, a, good job. You yeah, did a good I mean, job it's, yeah it's whatever i mean i think um my service as any exec work position has always been function over fashion mm-hmm. i've always been pr- pushing this needs to get done i don't care what it looks like <laughs> and i think that was where the balance with ivy came in it was like i was like I did a lot of the planning for, for Formal. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of the logistics
1: mm-hmm. where
0: I was always a proponent of everyone's going to be late. <laughs> we got to lie to them. <laughs> We're closing doors at 7. The event actually doesn't start till 8. <laughs> it worked. It does work. It cause I, was, I was like, because if there's a shuttle and the shuttle's... And we, we insisted on telling people for the shuttle, we will leave you. Yeah. You will be left behind. you got to be, be abandoned. And, I, and we said the actual time the bus was leaving. And I kept telling Ivy and everyone on my committee, I was like, we got to lie to them. Mm-hmm. They're going to be late. we got to just lie to them. You can't. Just, it's, it's one thing for them to tell them that you should probably be there early. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to say that, oh, it's actually this time versus the time we told you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. But I digress. I was way off topic there. All right.
1: Uh, Refocusing.
0: Let's see. Kevin, what did you say? Uh, Spring 2015's pledge class was of an incredible caliber. Every pledge that stayed with us was rich in character and had many things to offer in terms of leadership, friendship, and service. Or service. He says or service.
1: And or service.
0: What surprised me most is that most, if not all, the pledges had some sort of related experience prior to pledging AFIO. We did not have one hiccup during the process. There was a particular incident regarding a pledge. Um, I really Okay, whatever, redacted. Um, as far as things go, that could be improved. I don't think the pledge process itself needs to be improved per se, but I do feel that it should be emphasized at the time and committed commitment required to run a successful pledge program to aspiring pledge eds. My takeaways from this experience was that going through the experience of being Pledge Ed has, caught, has taught me a lot about myself as well as showing me a second round, if you will, how much stronger the, these pledges and pledge eds to become by going through the process. And the part that I said was redacted was, actually I think something that everyone knows, is that there was one pledge who was DP'd, but it just happens sometimes. It
1: happens. I mean, yeah. you, you always, your heart goes out to these people, and you want it to be so that everyone crosses, but there are times when someone fails in some way, shape, or form, whether it's they can't do it and whatever, or they can't make something, or they can't finish some sort of deadline, but the rules are rules. You mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta abide by them. And if you try to break them for one person, it's not fair for everybody else.
0: That's true. I do. I was hearing that there was something specific about this that was different from a regular DP. <coughs> but it's not my place, nor I think your place, to talk about it. So. And that's not why we're here. No, no, no. We're we're here to emphasize
1: the positive. So
0: yeah. Um, So yeah. I think for me, I I agree with a lot of that. Like, there are a lot of people I met during pledge who did do community service and all that stuff. Oh yeah,
1: school and whatever. And I think that's why people join. It's it's one of the reasons why I was interested in the first place. Got my attention. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, people. There's a certain type of individual who joins Alpha Phi Omega. Mm, definitely. And, uh, I, sorry everybody else, but, Alpha Phi Omega, you seems to have a higher caliber of, um, citizen. Yeah. uh, Participating in their community and Mm. it is nice to see and if you're like that, you don't just suddenly become it. Mm. You've developed over time and you want to keep doing it. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right, I guess let's move on to, I guess some of the topics and I just thought of a good one. Um, Fire away. So we go through the process of... We go through Rush. We go through people who sign up for interviews. Mm -hmm. Which is, to me, was made very unclear. I didn't know what that was. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Entrance interviews, and then they go to... Uh, pinning or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my point, I really, I want to make is on the the entrance interviews or whatever. I don't know how the process has changed, but I've always found those experiences very nerve wracking. Oh of, yeah, kind of awkward and whatever because it's like
1: for both the interviewee and the interviewer. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's either side of the table. It's a different sort of takeaway, and unless you're used to it, which you can't be if you're being interviewed. Yeah, you you can't adapt.
0: Yeah, there's only been. I want to say, I could count them on one hand, like five people I know who've actually probably nailed that entrance interview, and I thought they're going to be a good active. Uh I can name them on one hand, and I don't, and I think three of them didn't actually end up pledging.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, well. That's the way it goes.
0: Yeah, I remember where at some point in the active rights and responsibilities, you have to go to entrance interviews. Mm -hmm. So I went to them, and... I usually just hate them because it's awkward for not only them; it's awkward for us.
1: Yeah, I know. Because it—it's you're not. It's not like we're that much grander than these people. That's why I said it's on both sides of the table. Especially when you're first out of the bat, um, you—it's like you're this some grand, regal person who is carefully entertaining the notion of asking all of these pointed and careful questions where in reality you're just a student just like the guy you're talking to and you're not you don't know that much more I mean, than he does. I that, that's what we always tried to do and that's what we always tried to emphasize
0: especially yeah. when uh we were like we would talk to the chapter oh, yeah. while I was serving on exec board we'd talk to the chapter and say it's uh it's supposed to be it's supposed to be mostly informal yeah it's supposed to be we're just trying to get to know who you are and stuff mm-hmm. but it's it's more than that usually. It is. It really is. I mean,
1: you're trying to get a, a bead on this person uh, and see how they're going to morph, how they're going to change the fraternity, how the fraternities might change them, and it's it's interesting. I mean, it's a cool thing. It's it's give and take, and whoever. whoever I mean, obviously, you can have a horrible interview mm-hmm. and still be a fantastic pledge and an, an even better active.
0: This is the moment where I wish Kevin was here. Oh, yeah? Because if you asked Kevin, when I was pledging, if I would ever run for exec board, <laughs> he would tell you to go to hell, because <laughs> I was, like, the last person in that pledge class, he he thought I would actually run for exec board. Oh, yeah? Just because I was... I think I did, like, the bare minimum Oh. for pledging. I did the number of interviews I was supposed to, I did the service events and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did anything beyond that. Um, I hung out at some of the events, but I... It's not like your pledge class where you guys are always hanging out. And I know that my pledge class, at least, they were always hanging out. Mm-hmm. Most of them. But I mean, like to my point, where like I was living with uh, Nick Salazar, who pledged also. And oh, yeah. He was my friend from high school also. Great so guy. we were doing a lot of stuff outside... Of AFIo, oh okay, just just cause we were, like we'd go swimming or like we'd mm-hmm. hang out with people in the dorms and stuff. And Thomas Chan was in our dorm too, so we we're hanging out with Thomas too. So oh, that was fun. So I think to Kevin's point and like what a lot of people said is that like me, Thomas, and Nick when we were pledging were just so close that it it was kind of to what I was saying about your pledge costs. where like we were more a group, we had, rather than part of that exactly. Group. So a lot of a lot of people and, and including Kevin Chu were saying that like us breaking out of that would have been difficult mm-hmm. for him to see
1: yeah well I, i'm glad you did yeah and to thomas's
0: credit too he ended up being treasurer for a year too so mm-hmm. he was a very good treasurer. so it, it does happen but I, I can see it from kevin's point of view because if you look going back to the way it was uh, to the original topic was entrance interviews i would talk to who was on i can't remember where was. i know it was in the education building i know that they cleared all the desks out of the room like they usually do mm-hmm. and it was like 10 of them mostly exec board members and me and they just like asked me a bunch of stuff and I don't even remember the question the only question I remember is the last question I was asked was if you could be any kitchen utensil what would you be? <laughs> And I could see how this is, like, some psychological kind of, like, thing, the way I'm thinking or whatever. And I think I picked chopsticks, and you can insert your Asian joke here. You can Mm -hmm. insert your, Greg, you're a dumbass. That's not a kitchen (laughs) utensil. But I said chopsticks, and they said, why? And um, I said, because, like, when I handle, like, um, projects, I like to lift them up delicately. Uh, and
1: instead of like stabbing at it with a fork or whatever, that's which good, is kind it, of. It's a good line. It's I mean, a very good line, yeah.
0: And I think that's like the mo- thing I was most proud of. I was like, I thought of that on the fly. I was like, huh. But, anyways, um, I guess the point I'm trying to make about bringing up Entrance Interview is like, mm-hmm. one, I'm complaining about it, <laughs> but two, I don't have any good solutions for it.
1: No, because it's, it's a, um, what's the term? A um, necessity yeah. of, uh, what's the, um I I'm struggling to find that term. It's a formality. It's a formality, but it, it's 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 a rite of passage. Yeah, let's say put it that way, and um, it helps because it sets you, us apart from just like a club. Yeah. You, you oh, get, yeah, I get, yeah. I get, I, I, yeah.
0: I definitely get that. I just, yeah. I'm wondering if there's a way we can do it that's not so structured, and it, it's difficult to do that because you'll get it's yeah you'll get new actives coming in who don't know what they're doing either mm-hmm. so. You don't want to be like a group of five people who just kind of stand up there
1: and one of them's not doing anything. Yeah. So
0: I get it. So I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I don't have
1: a solution to it. It's, it's difficult. And I mean, we can play with it. You can think about it. You can tinker with it. But there are ways to. There might be another way. And if someone else comes up with a, the perfect solution, the magic bullet, if you will, to, for doing it. I mean, oh yeah yeah one of those if you can <laughs> blend some of our ideas with some of your ideas and come up with a great solution we're all ears
0: um, well not we're all ears I, I mean i'd love to hear it but mm-hmm. i think the perfect person to ask is probably or tell this is probably alex oh yeah. yeah alex miller
1: mr miller yeah he would be the one to make it place and if anybody's got the uh like i said the magic bullet let them know pass it along and uh, start testing it, because the, everyone has their own idea, everyone approaches things a little differently, and hopefully we can find uh, the best solution. I think
0: that's the beauty, of, the beauty and the curse of AFIO, is that like, the longest you'll ever see somebody on exec board, most of the time, mm-hmm. is three years. Yeah, most. Absolutely at, most. At the absolute most, you'll see them on exec board for three years. Mm-hmm. You were on exec board for... One year
1: just the one yeah. one
0: year and then I was on exec board for two years, and that's just a function of like I wasn't about to
1: to wait can you yeah
0: you could you could do that I think do what I'm trying to think if running for three years is actually possible oh yeah it is you, so so you pledge your freshman fall fall freshman year or you do
1: what I do and stick around for five years oh there you are, yeah, yeah. yeah okay I
0: guess you could do that um yeah. I don't know beside the point um Maybe maybe three maybe maybe two mm-hmm. I want to say three, um, but yeah the, what I was saying the beauty and the curse of it you do get turnover mm-hmm. every three years plus like you
1: burn out yeah you would burn out you bad. would definitely burn out bad because yeah. the logical
0: progression there is you did some one, one of the lower positions not to belittle any of those other positions no but, no 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 but that's usually like where you get pushed like figuratively pushed because you don't have the experience so mm-hmm. it's, it's let the way the workloads less, so then you do one of the lower positions, then you kind of do vice president, and then you do president. Mm-hmm. That seems like the logical kind of progression, ideal
1: progression. To, or like you could before. be president and then do a lower position, like Robert did.
0: You can do that. Although
1: technically he was started, he was gonna be treasurer and then he became president.
0: My namesake did that too. He was a pre, he was president in his sophomore year too. Oh, Matt Matt Uh, that's uh, you. uh so Really, that's cool. It, it happens every now and then. Um, but anyways, the the beauty and the curse of it is, yeah, you the beauty you'll get new ideas every so mm-hmm. often. The curse of it, in my opinion, is that I just keep hearing about stuff that we were arguing about at exec board meetings for. It hours. It happens
1: over and over and over again. <laughs> just, History repeats itself.
0: Um, I got a message from from Courtney Chan. Shout out to Courtney Chan, uh, who was I guess she was organizing bonfire. Um. I think she was one of the chairs.
1: Okay. I know she was on Goal. the committee
0: definitely. I apologize for not knowing this information, but um, she was asking me about a bunch of stuff with bonfire. Mm-hmm. The first thing she mentioned was about it might rain. It ended up raining, but oh, no. to my point was that rain is always a problem with bonfire. It's a risk. And what was told to me when I was planning bonfire from the previous IC, IC chair, and Izumi, he said it's not going to rain.
1: And that's it. That's confidence. So yeah. I
0: asked him, like, so let me back up a bit. So I asked him, I was like, Eric, so it looks like it's going to rain. The weather forecast says it's, it's probably going to rain. What Should I make a rain, like, itinerary? He looked straight in there and he was like, it's not going to rain. And then moving forward a year, um... Karen Huang, my little, took Mm -hmm. over as IC chair the following year. She did good, yeah. And then she asked me about a rain itinerary. And I looked her in the eye and I said, it's not going to (laughs) rain. Guess what? My year and her year, it didn't rain. It didn't. So so Courtney was asking me about rain itineraries. And I really couldn't give her a straight answer because I wasn't there. Uh But I told her it's probably not going to rain. It ended up raining, and I'm sorry. And I, no, no, no,
1: because no. <laughs> that's the thing. That's where you aired. You, uh, you, you didn't have the full confidence.
0: I mean, here's the me.
1: The thumb your nose at the, uh, at the weather.
0: It, it's me talking about it in hindsight, but I think what I really said is like, I told her that whole story uh, of like what that my the icy chair before me said and what I told my little when she was icy chair and what what Karen told Brian when he was icy chair. I think she told him it's not gonna rain. And I don't think it rained there either. There you go. And what, my point was like I told her that story and I said it's it's not gonna rain and then. I did, I clarified that again with you're in drought California. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to rain. Yeah, I mean Ver, you... and then I compared it to like 2010 where it, I think it rained for like
1: 3 weeks. Oh yeah, it was in winter. boring. It was, yeah, so, was freaking boring. Yeah, so
0: it, I mean Everything was pointing to that it wasn't going to rain and end up raining for a yeah. little bit. and I apologize.
1: <laughs> what can you do? Ultimately, <laughs> you, we neither, none of us can see the future. Yeah. You plan for the vet the best.
0: You know, what's, you know what's sad about that is mm-hmm. that I was watching Back to the Future Part 2 the other day Oh. and they were driving through Hill Valley and they land the car <laughs> and then Doc gets out of the car and says, you'll need to change your clothes and then Marty replies, no man, it's pouring rain and then Doc replies to him, wait 15 seconds. And it stops raining. Yeah, and then okay. he he goes on to explain how like weather weather people are better. And was weird. Uh, what I brought that up is because that movie, The Future of Hill Valley, takes place in two thousand fifteen. Guess where we're at right now? Yep. <laughs> and they can't get the fucking weather right. Um. <laughs> anyway, some other going really back on topic on the topic of things that I. Was arguing with you about while well, you were on exec board. Mm-hmm. Not arguing because we hate each other, but arguing because
1: yeah, we're debating it. It's
0: debating, and anyone who's been on exec board, you're gonna debate, and you gotta
1: get a moderator because. Oh yeah, tensions get high. Yeah. Even if you're the best of friends, you're gonna grab a beer later. It just it, it it gets it gets not ugly per se, but it gets into the thick of it.
0: Oh yeah. Um. But my point is that she brought up alcohol and specifically the activities after bonfire
1: mm, which we technically have nothing We to both do with.
0: have we both have experience with that. Oh yeah. But um uh, the official word is that we have nothing to do with it. Is it's, it is, it's, it's completely separate. Is and the official word is that you, at some point during bonfire you have to say official bonfire events have ended and, it is over. And you, it's and then whatever activities happen afterwards is up to you. But the point that uh, was made to me when I would talk to Craig Tanner at sectionals mm-hmm. is that he would always say that for risk management purposes, yes, you can have activities after, but if you're at a party at a house and majority of AFIO people are at the party, is that an AFIO party? Or is it just friends hanging out? And he said the argument can go both ways, but how is the school going to look at it?
1: Mm, I see I see I see
0: if something bad happens and that's that's always the argument that we'd always come up with and um and why I kinda just kind of left you and uh Nate kind of hanging at the house that way yeah morning. we we handled it um so the the cliff note version of that story is after the two thousand ten bonfire actually let, let me take us another step back during the two thousand ten bonfire. Um, I was walking around, I was coordinating, I was telling people where to go and all, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, my little comes up to me and she asks, like, um, so what time should I meet you at your house later? And I was like, w- why? And she's like, I heard the parties at your house later. I was like, says who?
1: <laughs> so, I, think, I think it says whom, but yeah.
0: It says whom, but <laughs> th- apparently that was the word that was getting around. Oh. And then I think I went up to you or to Nate or something afterwards and I, I was like, did you hear this?
1: I hadn't heard it exactly, so it was a surprise to me. So
0: everyone had heard it, and I wasn't aware of it. Was it was funny because
1: everyone had heard it, but no one had said anything.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So um, so anyways, later in the day, the the party ends up. Yeah, it ended up being there. I feel bad for two person uh, for two reasons. One was personal. One was kind of just because obligations, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. One personal reason I felt bad was because we actually ended up hosting people, and I was like, I, I and after the events ended, they came to our house, and I was like. I told them straight. I was like, "It looks like there's gonna be like two hundred people here later. So you guys either a need to really get comfortable and start partying, or you guys gotta find some other place to stay." And I'm sorry. Yeah. I think they ended up going down the block and staying at Tanini. They did, which they is They
1: Ultimately, did. I felt kind of bad. Yeah. I gave them a warning. I said, "Hey, if you want to grab a shower real quick, yeah, do so." But uh, yeah, they had they they weren't they weren't up for it. They were exhausted.
0: Um. The the second thing, just an um a logistical kind of. Um, I don't know. Me taking personal responsibility for the event. My name was on the event, and the IC and the the bonfire chair's name was on the event. So I distanced myself from that party as much as I could, just for the sake of the chapter. And it I was. was a, like,
1: it was a good move, I think, on your part. Um,
0: is it a good? Old... Is it a good move or is it negligence?
1: It, I don't think it's. <laughs> it's not negligent. <laughs> but what happened was, I was willing to take point, mm-hmm. and for better for worse. I ult- I shouldered a lot of it. Yeah, it would have been nice to get a heads up. on Oh that yeah, that. I would
0: I would have too because then I would have yeah. I would have prepped Colleen, mm-hmm. I would have prepped Tony, and I would have prepped Nick, who different Nick. Uh, yeah, a
1: different completely. Uh, who, different was, guy.
0: who also lived in the house, but um, Nick
1: was super cool with it. He was moving the sofa around with us.
0: I'm sure he had a great time. I'm he sure. did. I'm he had sure. fun. I, to, to, from what I've heard, it was a great night and everyone had fun until everyone started talking outside, which is usually how things get shut down. Yeah. And they got shut down. Oh, so uh, well, that's way it went. Well. It happens. Um, yeah. I wish I could have gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, it happens. Uh, the way it
1: went, I mean, and it's certainly, I mean, it, it, it's been toned down a lot. The last bonfire I went to, which was a while ago, um, they had a whole, it was just basically... They, they, they discourage as much as possible.
0: I mean that's what, uh, and that's, that's another thing that gets yeah. gets history repeating itself over and over. Mm-hmm. So when I was serving as IC chair, that exec board and its policy on alcohol mm-hmm. ridiculous. yeah, absolutely ridiculous. We had ridiculous policies on alcohol. We're, we're like we're not having any of it.
1: Yeah that's the thing it, it, in that regard, it actually hurts you because yeah. it's like the prohibition. You tell people not exactly, do something, and that's what I mean. It's going to be the And even like more
0: in, in hindsight, and especially me being an executive board the following year as fellowship, where I we host the two events that have alcohol. At which point, I was planning formal with Ivy, and like we were thinking about like should there be policies for alcohol? I was like, we get we say this, and that's it. Because mm. I didn't care anymore. Because it's it's somebody brought this up to me where they weren't particularly happy with how the first exec board I served on was handling the policy for alcohol. Camping and he down, was huh? and he was saying that you guys aren't even 21 yet. You can't enforce this kind of policy.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was – That doesn't make it's, sense. It's not a invalid point. He's not wrong.
1: No, not really. But you are students. Yeah, you exactly. Could, and
0: that's, yeah. that's the point. But yeah, we aren't 21 yet. We don't – necessarily know what's best for the whole chapter especially for those who are 21 Mm. Um, I remember this is turning into story time Um, when I was doing spring formal with Ivy it was at Madonna Inn
1: oh yeah
0: me and her to get the bar at Madonna Inn we had to hit $200 at the bar meaning that $200 $200 collectively had to be spent that night on alcohol. And they asked us if we could be able to cover that. And I was like, yes, definitely.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Especially since the drinks were like $10 anyways. I think I spent
1: that much on my own.
0: I think I did too. It yeah. Because like, I was at formal. I think school year was ending. I still. I ended up having to come back for that fall anyways. And then I ended up doing grad school, which is a whole other story. Yeah. But um, I thought... School year's over. I'm just gonna enjoy my summer, or whatever. So I ended up buying a lot of drinks for people, for myself, or whatever. Mm. And I remember buying like a martini. I think it was like ten or eleven bucks.
1: Oh. And at, the, at, at
0: which point I was, I wasn't, I was upset about the price, but I was like, whatever, I'm having a good time. Yeah. The other point was that I was like, Yeah, we're gonna hit that two hundred dollars easy."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my part.
0: Not, not that everyone was not drinking. Everyone was drinking, which is fine. It's mm-hmm. formal. It's whatever. Have a good time. No underage drinking. No, um,
1: none whatsoever. But, um,
0: but I remember when we presented that to the chapter, which I should not have because it, you, anything you present at the meetings, it's interpreted the wrong way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I it said, I, I don't know how it got to this, but I, we presented that, yes, we have to hit $200. That got passed down so many times. And it's like, you know, you play telephone when you're in school. Oh, yeah. And how the and message the mess starts. Gets, it gets and troubled. how it gets to the end. Oh, It's, yeah. it's completely what happened there. It gets Where so um, robbed, yeah. I kept... Getting messages from people that they heard there was an open bar. <laughs> I got I got one message and I heard <laughs> it was an open bar. And um, I said, no, it's not open bar. Uh, and then they asked what I, what I meant by what I said. And I was like, we have to hit $200. So we have to spend so much money. Not that we spent as a chapter $200 to get an open bar, which I think is what happened. Yeah. So I got one message and I kept getting messages. And... At some point, I was like, Ivy, is this a problem? And she's like, yeah, it's probably a problem. And so then I just I put out this, like, really, really <laughs> kind of stern kind of position on open bar, and I kind of also interpreted that as people wanting to binge drink.
1: Oh, yeah. Because that's what it sounded like. <clears throat> it, it sounded like, when, when I first heard of it, yeah. um, and I, I, since I was on exec board at yeah. the time, I knew it wasn't true. mm mm-hmm. um, but it was just like, wow, that's not good. It, but, but
0: the, the, yeah, because the enthusiasm I was getting from the messages was we have an open bar. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to – there's a couple things I thought was happening there. So I wanted to shut it down right away. So I went on Facebook. I, um, I had – who was secretary at the time? I can't remember. I think it was Melina.
1: It was Melina. Melina Jack. And um,
0: I had her send out an email. I, I put a message in and I said – There's no open bar. Stop asking questions about it. This is what I meant. Mm -hmm. And I said also in that email that if you're thinking that open bar was – I'm thinking – or something to the effect of me thinking that open bar was connected to binge drinking. And I said, please don't binge drink. If you start binge drinking, we're going to ask you to leave.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So – Did we chase anyone out of that one? No, we didn't. And and, uh,
0: to my point, and this is where the whole – and I'm pretty sure this is where the whole ruling on coordinators of events cannot get drunk. Yeah. At formal. Yeah. I think that's where that came from, because me and Ivy got trashed.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think all of exec board was Exactly. Was that's what waste. I mean. It, it, yeah. I think, way, think way, way beyond. I think
0: so. it's, it's it goes to the point of. Everything goes in circles. Uh, so my, my first exec board was really strict on alcohol. The second one wasn't strict at all. Mm-hmm. But that unstrictness influenced the people on next exec board, where it got strict again. And yep. I think it just keeps happening. It's gonna
1: happen. It's gonna be a loop. It's, we've gotta find some sort of happy medium.
0: And it, it, this yeah. speaks to the whole turnover thing, where like yeah, it's a it's a blessing, mm. but it's a curse, because you're gonna get these kind of like, and everyone's gonna
1: get mad at some point. And everyone will be happy, and everyone will get over it. Yep.
0: It's like these weird phases It's a pendulum.
1: Yeah. Back and forth. All right. So, uh, getting back on track uh, of (laughs) pledging, uh, let's... uh, Where are we at?
0: Um, Let's move on to our next topic. Um, Is there anything you wish you could have done for Rush or Pledge, but you just were not able to? Not because, like, you didn't serve on it or anything, but just Uh kind of like pipe dreams, like... It'd be nice if we could do this for a rush oh, pledge. Oh,
1: wild, the wild fantasy concept of what we could do. Well, I... This is kind of odd-sounding, but um, one thing when I pledged a completely different fraternity, which was actually very nice, and it was a very pleasant concept, uh, but I think we Alpha Phi Omega would be able to do it a lot better because they were a little bit more on the up and up. Um, they had an actual... They had sort of a, uh, a rush formal, mm-hmm. which was really nice, where they got together... Uh, We didn't host a full... They didn't host a meal, um, and I don't think that would be in their uh, prerogative in doing so, but having, like, dessert or -hmm. something and having everybody dressed up in a formal way so that it shows that we're a serious fraternity while we're we're in formal attire, at least business formal, but we're also having fun. We're hanging out, getting some cheesecake or whatever, and enjoying ourselves. And you get to... And the rushes or whoever's rushing that week, get to see us with a little bit of our hair down. Because mm-hmm. you see us, and the best, I mean, you, you go to Bonfire and whatnot, but you don't really see the people at Bonfire. It's a dark uh, quagmire of uh, people running yeah. around. If you could sit down, enjoy a little bit of quiet conversation with people one-on-one, it'll help them see us as people. Yeah. Board game night is great for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's loud, it's casual, it's in a college setting. But then, yeah. So that goes on to that regard.
0: Can yeah. I can I use that as a platform for something I talked about with someone? I can't remember. I brought it up a few times. Bring um, it up again. Let's tear it. Um, I've it. I kind of mentioned to you, this to you before, but I want there to be for for Rush mm-hmm. a formal type of budget for Rush. Yeah, I a budget. I I at least for one of the days because um. I know a lot of money goes into Rush as it is. Yeah, but people I think, put effort. Yeah. But I think Rush is so important, especially like leaving a good impression to your point mm-hmm. of like seeing who we are. That if we had, I want to say like what you said, like a formal dinner, a formal kind of get together or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want that. I want us to present what we're planning on doing that year.
1: That would be nice too. Like, yeah. like
0: our, not even like formal or whatever, but just service events, who we're working with, mm-hmm. what we want to do, how many service hours we want to do. And I want the, the advisors to be there. Because <clears throat> I know our advisors exist. I know you you guys know that our, our advisors yeah. exist. You guys know who they are. But I, I never thought they were as involved with our chapter as much as they should have been. Mm-hmm. And I know that when Kathleen Kennedy was a big part of our chapter, that she was getting, Tyler was having her come out to a lot of events. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I, I always thought we could take it another step.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, invite our advisors out to, like, this dinner. Yeah. Have them watch our presentation and see what we're doing for the year. And we can mingle with them. We can talk with them. Mm -hmm. And then you have professors from the school there. You have actives there. You have exec board there. And then you have the rushes there. Yeah. And they can talk to the advisors. Because, I mean, it's it's one thing to talk to students. And it might be a little bit awkward. But you can talk to your professors. You can talk to them and see. I know. They might have them them in their class. And they have, like, their own interesting opinions on... What the chapter means and what it means for your career and all that stuff
1: mm-hmm. makes yeah, I mean, sense
0: I mean it it'd be cool. It'd be hard to plan. It'd be hard to get approved It'd but be a
1: bigger thing, yeah, and it's tough because you gotta organize rides yeah and figure out how the people are gonna get there. you gotta do whatever catering you're I mean, gonna do, but I think ultimately it'd be worth it, yeah,
0: definitely. It'd be like this kind of weird
1: second info night mm-hmm. yeah, 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 a little bit more formal, yeah, mm-hmm. but but nicer, yeah. Alright, yeah, that but, makes sense. But, man, Spring Pledge, I think they're, they're going to be okay. Yeah, I think they're good. Good luck to you guys. Uh, have fun over the summer, but uh, make sure you come back. Let me it check done yet.
0: how we are on time. I think we're good. I think we could do maybe one more topic.
1: Alright, let's zip through, can... zip through one more topic and see what we do.
0: Okay, so our last topic, um, predictions for the next pledge class. Predictions as in it does. It doesn't matter.
1: Wait, what do you mean? Uh, fall of twenty fifteen. Yeah. Let's just
0: say fall twenty fifteen pledge class. Okay. I know that things are in motion already, but since we don't know anything, since we're the outside looking in. I know. Things like predictions, like what new rulings are going to be. All right. Uh, or just something crazy.
1: Mm, who knows?
0: And then we can look at this at the end of fall and see who was right. All right, or who was wrong, or what we got right. Or we're who, now taking
1: we bets. If you want to call in. <laughs> Uh, you want to start off, or should I? Because I kind of brought it up. It, it, you you get to get started. Let me take a minute to think about it. Here's a prediction,
0: and it's not really a prediction. It's kind of something that has been brought up before. Um, I remember one year there were some people. I don't think I'm going to name them. It doesn't matter. They don't know who they are, anyways. Um, they they were running for pledge ed. One of the things that they were pushing for the pledge process was the pledges would succeed, and fail as a pledge class. By that I mean, if one of them gets a mark, they all get a mark. Oh! Oh, wow. Ouch. It's 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 a really out there prediction, but I want somebody to do it. And I don't, I don't want to push this as, a, as part of my agenda, but I think it'd be an interesting thing if it happened on one of these pledge classes. And I think fall is the time to do it. Just, you, think, you think so? Just because... I think it's a relatively smaller pledge class, typically. It usually is because
1: yeah. you don't have the build up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, that I, that, I think it hurts I, though. You well, since they they have the marks
0: system, they don't have the strikes anymore. They oh okay. They have the I think so at least where you get marks or sh- marks if you know, together as a pledge class, and I want to say you do it, but up to a certain point. Yeah. So where, like, you 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 get it up to three, mm-hmm. and then the last three are all on you kind of type of thing.
1: Oh, I see. That, that's how I would so, – that's so, the only realistic way for it to happen. But th- there are times when there's just one kid who ends up screwing everybody over. And that's what I mean. And that would yeah. point
0: to a, a decision where, like, maybe he isn't going to be a good actor.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it hurts because – I'll go back to – because we were talking about our own personal pleasure experiences. Yeah. I had a couple marks. Yeah. And uh, that wasn't. I would not have felt that it was really fair. Yeah. For everybody else to have to bear my burden. Yeah. So although I can understand where you live and die as a community. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily is for the best.
0: But it works. It goes both ways though. Like if you let's say you all you guys work to get off a mark too. It's the same thing though, right? That, Cause we, cause that's because we already true. We, that that's system a, that system's already in place where like. If the whole pledge class goes out and does X, yeah, everyone gets a mark off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it works that way, why can't it work the other way too?
1: I think maybe if it was for big things, yeah. like one kid, uh, one pledge, like really screws up yeah. royally, yeah, then I guess maybe it would make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they used to do it in the army. Yeah, that's, what, I, the, and they that's punished, what and punished that's what punishes unit.
0: And that's where this comes from. Yeah. And that's what the those two guys who were running for Pledge Ed kind of made the point of. was like, this is kind of what they do in the Army. It's kind of a, you guys, it'll bring you guys together to kind of help this person along type of thing. But I, I get it. I get your side of the argument too, but yeah. it's my wild prediction. All right. And I kind of want to make, make let's, no, let's leave it vague. We're like, you... you Succeed and fail as a pledge class. Let's leave it there. Mm-hmm.
1: You live and die. Because and I don't, I don't
0: get... want to nickel and dime for points here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. For me, let's see. Uh, for my prediction, um, I'm going to go, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to tell. And I, I, I've uh, sort of been out of the loop, locked out of the loop. You can do, how many
0: pledges do you think there'll be?
1: Oh, number. Um, that could be a prediction too. I'm that, not going to force that one that, on you. That, but, uh, no, no, that's a, that's a good one to guess on how we keep expanding because AFIo has grown so much yeah. over my my stay at Cal Poly um, to the point where I it's 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 fantastic. Mm. I I humbly believe. But I think it's getting to the point where it might start. Uh, I don't know about petering off.
0: That happens in cycles too. Yeah, it like happens in cycles. But it it gets to
1: hundred members. Yeah, and dips. then it goes down. Yeah. I think. I hate to say it. I I feel like we're in for like, a little bit of a dip.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: So that that's that's gonna be my prediction for fall. Um, it's not gonna be nor- it You'll get a class, but it's uh, it's gonna be it. It won't be everything you hoped it to be. Do you
0: want to drop size? Have, below more than or less than 20
1: I'm gonna say uh, it might break 20 so like 20 25 so
0: less than 30 yeah less than 30 got it okay that's fair
1: yeah
0: um I'm gonna say one more thing about this, the interview process sure so when I was pledging you had to interview everyone absolutely everyone in the Well, chamber. it was a small that's, a, that's, that's what I was, was that's, the point, I, that's the point I was making like there yeah. number, the number of actives I think peaked at 50. Yeah. Something like that. And I remember Alpha Omicron class. Uh-huh. I think there a hundred actives.
1: <laughs> wow. So,
0: and I keep pushing for why not interview everyone in the chapter. Why not? Why should you have to pick and choose who interviews or whatever? Because there are other chapters in AFL that have over a hundred actives. Yeah, and they, well make, over a, 200 they actives.
1: make them interview every single have to one of them.
0: all of them. And I do uh, understand the argument of quantity, quality over quantity. Yeah. But... What is that going to be like when you show up at an event and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah,
1: and that ha- that, that happened several times. It happens. Yeah.
0: And especially like – this is getting kind of personal now where like me and Ivy were both serving as fellowship. At some point during the pledge process, they said you only have to interview one of the exec board members – at each of the positions.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: were you were in that position too. I wasn't in that position. It was, it was well, you and Jeff. Yeah, so. and
1: everyone was doing, I, I hate, Jeff was a little bit more popular because Jeff would be like <laughs> in and out. He'd be like, all right, where are your 10 questions? Let me answer them. We're done.
0: I also heard Jeff was like bringing footballs to the interviews and making people not get bogged down in their whole 10 question list. Yeah.
1: And I was, I was inspired by him. I would, I would force the pledge to go for like a walk. Yeah, And it was hysterical because there were times when the pledge was like, I just want to sit here in, at the – <laughs> and just – and do the get this over with because someone else is going to be like, nope, we're getting up. We're going for a walk. And uh, that was fun. I remember Dude. Jake did that too. Jake was good at that. Because – I, um, I, I, Major props. I I, I,
0: I remember yeah. Jake told me that uh there's a couple of pledges. I want to say in your class. And he was just like, nope, we're not doing this. And he made them get up and – do the interview like kind of ad hoc, and yeah. kind of, whatever. It's
1: good. I think it's good. This whole like thing where you just sit and you 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 interview them. It's it's not. It's, I know they're called interviews, but they're not supposed to be just you sit across the table and talk. I, You're supposed to create a memory. I yeah. remember my best one was I went and played tennis with Kevin Shu. Yeah, and that was fun. Like we would uh, swap we'd swap sides of the court. And, uh, we'd grab some water and we'd ask him a few questions and then we'd go play a couple games. And it was fun. I remember my most memorable interview, and it's what you said, you created a memory. is like, yeah. I took the bus
0: downtown with, um, my pledge mom, Mai Chi. Mm-hmm. We went down and we went to, um, God, I don't know that place where they had frozen ice.
1: Oh, uh, crud. Uh, Jesus. Uh, what was it called?
0: But it's that uh, place doesn't exist anymore. They went. Out of yeah,
1: they're not there anymore. It, they,
0: that, the place, the area I'm talking about is they have ice cream sandwiches, and you can custom make your ice cream sandwich. I don't remember what that place is called either. Uh, but yeah, we went to get frozen ice, and um, yeah, we just like went downtown, talked the whole way, talked the walk there, and talked the way back. Uh, it's awesome. So yeah, I mean, if you want to structure your interviews that way,
1: you can. If if
0: I I encourage actives to make the pledges, get up.
1: Yeah, I mean, you whenever the. Whenever the pledge eds try to make them, the interviews memorable by saying, oh, we're going to do a song, or are you are going to take a picture, something along the lines of the line, they shouldn't have to. The interviews should be memorable in of their own right.
0: I remember um, for proof that you did the interview, you had to get them to sign a card. Yeah. But we had Pokemon cards, quote-unquote. Uh, so you had to draw on the back either a portrait of them or print out a picture that reminded you of them. And um what was the funniest one I had? Um I think it was Erika Mizumis because he was he was IC chair and secretary at the time. Mm-hmm. Also another thing where that IC chair and secretary used to be one position.
1: Yeah, uh, they used to be. It was combined. Um, that was that was a challenging challenge. But
0: um my picture of him was a knife. And what? Because at some point in the interview, he said something to the fec- effect of, "I'm going to cut you." <laughs> Whoa! And that just Look, that'll that'll make you. And remember. That just stuck with me. That'll make,
1: make you remember. You know, the not
0: thing you remember, I haven't actually brought it up to him in a long time. I'm still really good friends with Eric, by the way. But, Eric's um,
1: great. I haven't seen him forever.
0: Um. But anyways, so your prediction was under thirty pledges. Yeah, the,
1: I'm going to go with uh, right around there. For the fall.
0: 2015 fall. 2015 pledge mm-hmm. class. Best of luck to them too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, those are great.
0: Well, this has been, uh, I guess the, the first ever, not so first ever, but, yeah. but the last ever, inaugural APOZO podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get to do this again, but only time will tell if we get officially approved to do this. Otherwise, we're gonna do this unofficially until they, I don't know,
1: a right, we'll person out. like
0: come up to us and say, please stop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good way of putting which, it. Which, uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to make us. Do, you're gonna have to do it with uh, a lot of a lot of convincing. Is gonna make us stop.
0: Yeah. Well, once again, my name is Greg Isida. Um
1: I'm Alexander Wilk.
0: Alex, where else can they find you on the internet? Uh, Facebook, I guess. That's probably the
1: best way. Yeah, probably. Without Facebook. without
0: giving away personal information. Yeah, you something. can
1: look me up on Facebook. I I I occasionally check it. No problems. Yep, no promises.
0: Uh, you can find me on Facebook, mostly. If you really want to, you can find me on Twitter, at, at Yosoda. That's at Y-O-S-O-D-A. If you have any personal questions that you want to ask this podcast, you can. And you can address them to podcast at com, and I will check them, and we'll answer them on the next show if you actually end up listening to this. We
1: will indeed, yes. Email us your questions. Uh, we will uh, personally take an interest, and... Um, even recommend our favorite eateries in San Luis Obispo,
0: if they're still open.
1: I just you if them. they're still open. Yeah, me, I mean, me and
0: Alex are just kind of grieving over the fact that we realized that the shack, the shack, was the shack. oh man, <laughs> not that, not that I, I don't, I don't know. The people, the people went there. Right? People
1: went there. You I went there. You know, you did. Nah, everyone's going to Buffalo Wild Wings though. Uh, wait, they have a Buffalo guess asshole. Yep. Oh wow, things have changed. Yep. Crazy. Uh, um, next week's episode.
0: Next week, maybe probably. Yeah, maybe
1: we'll figure it out.
0: I'm gonna say definitely, just because it'll make me get out of my house or get off.
1: We'll get off our asses and record some mm, of you people. Exactly.
0: Uh, next week, I don't know at this point. I'm I'm trying really hard to get hold of previous exec board to get their kind of quotes and takes on the previous year. So, uh I guess will it'll be a surprise.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out. You'll know when we do.
0: Definitely. Um my assumption is probably gonna be Icy chair. Just because I've been able to get a hold of Alex Miller. All right. Congratulations on being elected as president.
1: Oh yeah, we did we, we mentioned did that. that. We mentioned that before, but hey, we'll see it again. Many Hail praises. to the chief, baby. Many, many praises. Hail to the chief.
0: Well, anyways, um, We're gonna wrap it up guys and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. 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 Thanks.